<laughs> That's crazy. All right. So welcome aboard, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and get started. 703, welcome to the How to Sell More Cars Town Hall. And this is a town hall meeting. This is a town hall meeting, which means two things. You show up and you speak up. I've, I'm, I'm going to chat just a little bit, but it's not all about what I got to say. I'm hoping to hear uh, as much from you, if not more, than what I got to say. I want to hear what you guys uh, are doing, what you guys are, uh, what's working for you, what's not working for you in building maximum customer lifetime value. We're going to be talking about maximizing customer lifetime value, building better customer relationships, and creating decades of opportunities. Decades of opportunities. So I'm going to have a little a bit. I'm going to talk about three things that I think you need to be doing to maximize customer lifetime value. Uh, my, my ideas, but I want to hear from you. So when I get done, I'll open it back up and we'll um, and, and and we'll chat just a little bit. And I'm going to keep you in here for just about 25 minutes. Try to keep everything short. So we're going to be out by 7:30 because I know you got things to do, places to be, and people to see. Uh, Michael J. Smith about to go close another car. His second of the day, I think you said. So. Uh, uh, he's he, he's hustling. I'm Terry Lancaster. I'm the author of How to Sell More Cars. Uh, I've been helping uh, car dealers uh, sell more cars, helping salespeople sell more cars since the Reagan administration. So that's that that's just a, a little while. So how to sell more cars? I talk a lot about about CRMs, and uh, and you all have CRMs that you use to manage your customer relationships, but they're they they I don't think they're doing the trick. That's I I don't th I, I don't think there's any customers or relationships in most customer relationships managers that are there to fulfill the purpose of, of the dealerships and I'm going to be talking today from the uh, from the point of view of the dealerships and of the salespeople because dealers dealers are spending about six hundred dollars a copy on advertising and marketing for every new vehicle that goes out the door six hundred dollars and they're spending most of that money. Uh, 63, 64% of every advertising marketing dollar that the automotive industry spends is going to digital advertising to create more leads. And for a while, it uh, the, the car business has been uh, uh, more about leads than about the customer. It's about who can get the most leads and how much leads cost and what's your conversion ratio on leads. And we're, we're looking at the, at the customers as this number instead of the people. So that's, that's, that's where the $600 go. Meanwhile, Dealers spend almost nothing to turn those one-time customers that they've spent so much money to generate, they spend almost nothing to keep and retain them, to bring them back, to create a lifetime customer, to build a relationship that lasts for forever. And it starts, of course, obviously, with the fact that most dealerships have trouble retaining salespeople. You can't, you can't build long-term relationships if your sales staff is turning over every year and the uh and the average dealership loses 70% of their sales team every single year. So it's hard to build those relationships one-on-one -on -one if you don't have the employee-employer relationship first. So, um, and it matters. It matters because those customers who are coming back, Mike, Michael J. Smith was just telling me before everyone popped in that he's got a customer in finance right now that he sold his first car to 14 years ago. So he's he's built this relationship for 14 years. Sold this gentleman multiple cars in in the interim, and it matters because these guys who are coming back to you 14 years later, or five years later, or 14 months later, or whenever they're coming back, they're uh, they're easier to close. They're more likely to close if you want to boost your closing ratio. Spend more time working on people who already have a relationship with the salesperson 
or the dealership because they already trust you. That that is built in. You don't have to overcome that hurdle. It's already there. Uh, they 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 close with higher grosses just because you don't have to go through the, all the rigmarole. You're reaching most of the time. You're there earlier with the opportunity before the shopping process begins. If you can ever reach them before they raise their hands, before they start shopping every dime out of every deal, you've got more opportunity to have more gross. And when I talk about this, I, people, I, I, I never want to get the idea that you want to stick it to your friends. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, delivering a valuable experience that's so valuable, that's so worthwhile that your customer is going to pay you more for it and be happy to do it because you delivered the experience that they wanted to have. You test saved one, them the two, one, two. Yeah, whoever you are, we can hear you. I wouldn't get a three-letter agency. All right. So, so you, you, they're, you, they're, we're talking about giving them an experience that they're more will, they're willing to pay more for, and customers will pay more for a premium experience because you saved them the hassle and the time of going out and finding a new dealership, a new salesperson, simply by being their friend in the car business. And the most valuable thing you can do is be their friend in the car business. So here's the three things I want to talk about for you to get more of these people who, uh, who close faster, who close easier, and who close with higher grosses. They give you more reviews, more referrals, and more repeat business. And they cost less because you don't have to spend so much money on the advertising. The first thing, the first thing isn't even a thing because this goes unsaid, unsaid. You have to deliver the five-star buying experience. If you want them to come back, if you want them to talk about you, if you want them to uh, to to have nice things to say about you, you got to have you got to give them something to talk about. You got to give them an experience worth sharing, an experience worth remembering, an experience that they want to come back for and get again and again and again. The customer experience is where everything starts. So, and after that, if you want to start building long-term customer relationships, the long term always starts with the short term. And if you want to build a long-term relationship and create a lifetime of value, you have to own that first week. And I'm, I'm not talking about own it by sending them an email out of the CRM after seven days. I'm, I'm talking about own it. You got to call them that before they, before they ever leave the dealership. Make sure they've got your contact information in the phone. Make sure they've got someone contact information in the phone. If you're the dealership, uh, you want to have their salesperson in there, or if you've got a vice president of customer relations, but whoever you're trying to build the relationship with, they, that contact needs to be in their phone before they leave. Uh, they need to be connected on Facebook before they leave. You need to start with the pictures and the video testimonials uh, before they leave. And then they need another phone call when they get home that day and a, and a text a couple of days later, because you're setting up, you got the CSI course coming up if you're selling them new cars and you got to start generating some Google reviews if you sold them some used cars. And all of that stuff is infinitely more likely to happen if you hit them in the first 24, 36, 72 hours. If you're waiting to two weeks to ask them for reviews, waiting till the second week to ask them for more referrals, uh, you know, their life has done come and gone since then. They've got other things to worry about. But when you hand them the keys, they're never going to like you any more than they do in that moment. So at that, at that moment, ask them what you need to ask them. Ask them for the referrals. Ask them for the reviews. Call them later that day and make sure they got home okay. Call them a couple of days later and see if there's anything that they haven't been able to figure out on their vehicle yet. Make sure they get a thank you card. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what happened. It used to be the biggest deal in the Reagan administration was everybody sent uh, sent cookies and brownies out when you sold a car. That was the CSI CSI thing. I don't know that that's a thing anymore, but I don't know why it ever got Michael J. Smith got his hands in the air sending out the sorry Mike Columbus 
got his hands in the air saying, I know he, he sends out the brownies. So, so I don't ever know what, why, why we got away from that, but it works. It, it works to improve the CSI and it works to improve that, uh, that customer relationship. Number two, the second thing, I want you to do whatever it takes to get them in the service department. Number one, get them in the service department before they ever leave the store the day with their car. Um, the, uh, I, I, someone told me that you just take them back into the back and introduce them to someone. It doesn't matter who you introduce them to. Just introduce them to someone in the service department so that they know there's another human being back there who they who they can know, like, and trust. Another human being that they can place their, their faith and confidence in. That's going to be more likely to get them back in for a service. And if you can get them back in for service and they trust you enough for their oil changes and they trust you enough for any warranty work or, or anything, anything that has to get done, uh, any uh, any uh, recalls that have to go in. If you can get them in there and they trust you for that, you're going to be top of the list for who they trust when it comes time to buy another car. Plus, you've got opportunities every single day. Every, every time they come into the dealership, you've got an opportunity to cement the relationship, to build, strengthen the relationship, to make the relationship grow stronger. But you have to get them in the service department to do any of that. And number three, this is the biggest thing, is, is, is a conscious thing. And this comes from my buddy, Dave Clayton. I wish Dave was in here today so we could talk about this. But Dave Clayton's over in South Carolina at Pauley's Island, uh, Pauley's Island Ford. And he, uh, he, he says the, the most important thing is to make the mindset to make the mindset that you want to be in that customer's lives. Now, whether you're at the dealer level, the manager level, or the uh, or the salesperson level, you want to make a commitment that you have a personal relationship, not a commercial relationship, a personal relationship with each and every customer that you have. You want to be in their lives because, buddy, if you want them to be in your lives, if you want them to keep showing up in your life, then you need to keep showing up in theirs. And you need to make a decision that that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a factor in this person's life for the foreseeable future and then show up. Show up. Show up on Facebook. I, I, when, I, when I talk about Facebook, I use that as a, as a proxy for, uh, for social media because Facebook is the 800-pound gorilla of social media. Everybody's on it, 87-some-odd percent of, uh, of everybody is on it. And it's the most, most engaged, most wanted things. But whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or TikTok or, or Instagram or whatever you, it is, make sure that you connect with them because that's, that's where they are. Uh, first thing in the morning before their feet hit the floor, last thing in the evening before their head hits the pillow, they're on their phone scrolling through uh, and usually on Facebook looking, thinking, if you can start showing up in there, uh, you've got the chance. You've got the chance to be early. And and when I talk with the other thing that uh, that gets a lot of attention is what people are posting. Well, I need to be on Facebook and I need to post this. I need to post that. To be 100 percent honest with you, I'm more concerned with you engaging with what your customers are posting, because when you're engaging with what they're posting, then you're showing up in their lives, not telling them about yours. You're showing up in their lives. And, and it also works the way real life does. Facebook sees you acting interested in, in engaging with this person. And they're going to start showing each other, each other more of your information. Uh, whereas if you're just spamming every day about your deal of the day, then Facebook is going to bury it. and Nobody cares. But just like real life, interest goes where interest is given. And the, uh, the painfully obvious secret of social media is to just be more social. Uh, show up in their life. Show up on their birthday with birthday cards. 
with the American greetings that that some of you send out with uh, with with videos and phone calls. I, I I know it's in your CRM, and I know you've got the button that you can push that sends fifteen people uh, their their birthday email for the day. But nobody cares about the email that some robot sent them. They will care if you sent them a personal video and they know it came from you. They will care if they get a birthday card in the mail uh, because uh, because nobody sends birthday cards in the mail. Uh, holiday cards, same thing. Make sure you're sending some holiday cards showing up in their lives. So, you know, a Christmas card is going to show stay on their refrigerator for, for a whole month of the year. Birthday cards stay up forever. I, I swear to God, when I walk into a, to a car dealership, and start talking about this idea of sending more cards and, and being showing up in people's mailbox. Uh, generally, the general manager will walk into his office and grab um, a handful of cards that I've sent him over the last, uh, him or her, over the last two or three years. I talked to a general manager the other day, and he, he told me that he's had, a, he's had a postcard that I sent him post stapled to the bulletin board across from his desk every day for the last seven years. So, is there a difference between uh, looking at this, uh, Michael Smith, with a question? I'll come back to that in a second. I got uh, a couple more things about the um, about um, about uh, deciding to be in their lives and, and showing up. Um, I got another friend who just sends random text. Just on a random Tuesday, she sends uh, she sends or every day, every day she sends four, five, 10, 20 people, whatever, a text that says, "Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Good in your life? How you been? How things are?" Has nothing to do with business. Has nothing to do with anything. It just except just catching up. And I read I read a review, not a review, an article um, two days ago in Psychology Today about how much people uh, you'd be surprised how much people ex- appreciate unexpected uh, attention. If you reach out to someone you haven't spoken to in a while and they're not expecting it, it makes an overwhelming impression just because of that surprise factor. So send people some texts and messages for no good reason at all. And then once every once in a while, ask them the magic question, who do you know who, uh, who might be in the market for a newer used car? Because it's not necessarily about selling to these past customers that you built the relationships, but every one of them, they have 250 friends on Facebook. Every one of them has a bunch of people that they can reach out to. And probably two thirds of the people you ever ask that question, they'll know somebody who's been thinking about buying a car or just had a baby or just got married or just was in a wreck. They know someone who would be beneficial for you. So um, so I'm going to open this up. With, if you got any questions, anything, any comments that you want to uh, uh, add to it, Pop in. My first question, if anyone has this, is if you were building a perfect CRM, I kind of I kind of badmouth CRMs in there a little while. If you were building CRMs, uh, what would you add to the CRM that you don't have right now? How could you make it make the CRM better and make it more beneficial for acting actually building relationships? Whoever whoever wants to pop in, pop in there. And I've got um, I got the question here for, from Michael it says, is there a difference between having a dealer rate review and a Google review is one better than the other? Uh, no, no. The uh, the only thing the one that uh, the best one is the one that you can get the best review. And, and that goes back again that that first day that that only owning that first week. Uh, is is asking for the review, and most of you have some kind of tool that that, that kind of automates that. Just want to make sure that you follow up, that uh, uh, f- follow up and actually do it. And whether it's asking you're asking for a dealer rater review, and dealer rater is good because people are actually going there, and people are actually going to Google. Um, but it doesn't matter where they put it; 
as long as as they put it. And the, this is the crazy thing about reviews. And I, and I don't even understand this, but people will trust. People will trust a review that they read online from a stranger to the same degree they trust a, a, a recommendation, a personal recommendation from a personal friend. Because it has that kind of impact, I, sw- I swear, uh, if it's on the internet, then it must be true. So whether it's a dealerator review or, a, or a, a Google review, the important thing is ask and you get, don't and you won't. Ask early uh, and, and ask often and make it super simple for them. Dealerator has, has, has plenty of stuff to do that. And a lot of times I'll do for dealers, I'll create a, a short link that goes straight to there because that Google review to leave the review there is, is kind of long and convoluted. So I'll create a short link and I've created QR codes for dealerships where they can, um, where, where they can, you can make asking for that Google review super simple, as easy as putting a card in front of them and say, hey, would you mind leaving me the review? But uh, send them a text with the short link on it. So the best one is the one that you can use and the one that uh, the customers are asking for you. Mike Columbus, do you get your audio problems fixed, buddy? Yeah, I think I'm fixed now. All right. So, so how are th- how are things going with you? Pretty good. It's been a tough year so far. Yeah. Our business has shifted from new cars to used cars, but we're hanging in there. So, how are how 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 is your customer relations? You are the king of this. You've got the, you've been building it for a while, and you stay in touch. What's what's working for you in terms of building and getting people back in, or the referrals and reviews? Uh, I think what's working best is some of the personal one-to-ones I'm, I'm doing. I'm very well connected in my community with BNI. Um, we have uh, networking events called Green Drinks out here. And another association I'm involved with, the uh, Builders Association. So <clears throat> I kind of like the personal meetings. I do the cards, of course. And um, I'm in the process of getting an assistant to handle my CRM because it's just not enough time to do it all. You see your CRM from the store or your personal yeah, from, CRM? From the, from the store. Yeah. It's just insane to keep up. So I have well over 5,000 people in my CRM. You got 5,000 people in your, in, in, your, in your official bona fide CRM from the store. Um, right. And how, how could it be working better for you uh, or, or, or easier for you that, uh, that you didn't necessarily need an assistant? If you, if you had to design a perfect one, what would you do? I guess if you had the power to design the perfect system, you'd get a lot of the garbage out of it. That, that's not necessary. Um, but I, I get my CRM down to 200 overdue tasks and get the 200 overdue tasks down to zero. Then the next day, I've got another 400 overdue tasks. So yeah. It's just a never-ending nightmare. That's about here. Yeah. I'm Mike, I'm, I'm yelled at every day about my task. Yeah. Every day. How many do you have in your uh, in your CRM? I don't know. I, I'd be afraid to look. So, <laughs> I mean, because the problem with being, staying at the same dealership for so long is I have so many people that get have gotten sent to me as orphan owners. So there's tons of people that... The CRM has only ever contacted, right? Because it's tough enough to, to stay in touch with people who I've actually sold to. That you know, so I really only 
I don't know. I was going to ask Mike what he's doing about all his tasks and all his different people in the Sierra, like who he's keeping in touch with. So uh, the ones that I primarily keep in touch with are those that purchased a car three, four, and five years ago. I think those are the ones just to touch base with them and see they are looking or if they know of anyone looking. And I don't know if you're using VIN solutions, but I can sort by purchase. That's who, that's who we have. Yeah. Um, my boss doesn't think I should concentrate on birthday calls so much because they do get the email and they do. Yeah, but isn't that a piece of shit email? I mean, I, yeah, well, I, I hate that email that goes out. Well, ours is pretty good, actually. Ours, they get they get movie tickets and a gift card for the concession stand while they're at the theater. So, oh, okay. Well, you're you're much more generous. We are. <laughs> so my my call is usually saying happy birthday. No, ours is pretty good. And then I'll usually follow up with a call that says, "When you come in for your movie tickets, be sure to say hi." I gotta go from. I'll, I'll try and catch you guys and call my clients out of time. All right, see you, Mike. All right, good. We'll see you, Mike. That's a shame. That would have been a good, good dialogue. Yeah. So, but you, you, that that that's amazing that your dealership actually has that. That it, it's not just the generic random email that goes out. It it actually has uh, has has some value for the customer. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anyone? We got about six more minutes. Five five six more minutes. Does anyone else have a contribution or a question that they want to ask about customer relations about maximizing lifetime? Customer value. All right. A couple of questions if you had a minute. I got I got all the time in the world, brother. How you doing? So I'm a big believer also in, in print marketing. As you know, the send out cards I'm using. Um, trying to come up with a rack card for um, automotive repair shops and um, body shops. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I th- I th- uh, some, just something that you can take in there and hand to them, and that they that they they can they can then hand out. I think that's phenomenal. You and you get that printed right in send out cards. You know, just just design you a postcard and, and send out card, and then they can post it. Or you could use Vista Print, which which prints them dirt cheap. Or you can you. Yeah, I'm sure you've got relationships with the local printer who can who can help you. Right, and then. The- the other thing is the low hanging fruit right under our nose. My office in, in my house is looking out of our cul-de-sac and my neighbor two year, two doors down has a new car they bought from one of our franchise stores. So yeah, it's like, man, you, you can never do enough to keep a relationship going with either your neighbors or, or others. And you hate those that fall through the cracks like that. Well, you know, um, it, 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 all you can do is all you can do. Uh, and, and all you can do is enough, but, you know, and in terms of the, the low hanging fruit, you know, uh, one of the things that I, I try to get everyone to do is, is make sure everyone in your life at the bare minimum knows what you do for a living. They, 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 they know what you do, where you work and, and, uh, and, and how you can help them. And that's, that's why I'm such a believer in, in social media, because it's, it's right there. Facebook is, you know, right there. And every, every, every time you interact with them and talk about the, the, the weekend barbecue that's coming up on the cul-de-sac or uh, whose dog got lost, no matter what you're talking about, it shows that, Hey, I'm, you know, here, here, here I am. And, and here's where I work and here, here's what I do. You know, you're right, Terry. I don't know if you saw my post. Um, I guess it was Monday night. I had a party at my house. Oh, yeah? And there were nine CRVs in my driveway. I took a picture of it. But that got 161 likes and a lot of comments. And so it's amazing. 
what'll get get the likes and get the comments going. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's just engagement. And what what I mean, it's it's and it's no surprise what gets the engagements and the comments and what gets all that going isn't the latest dance craze on TikTok, and it isn't right. the, it, whether you got flashy or anything. It's the most human content. Every right. question, every time, every hand, every every hands down. Uh, it's the human content is going to win. And the more personal you can make it and the more human you can make it and the more authentic it is because you've got nine friends drawing up in your driveway with CRVs. Uh, that's, that's just authentic. It's just part of your life. And you're sharing your life with people who you would like for them to share their lives with you. And that's the whole thing about the mindset that I was talking about is make a, making a commitment to be in their lives, not just in their business. So Terry, let me ask: Are you doing anything with Sendogo and and the the um, ability of send out cards to integrate into the CRM? You know, I, that's that's one thing I'm I'm looking at and working at. I, I, I actually, now that you mentioned that, I'm going to look up Sendogo because I don't know what that is. But I, I I I've been, of course, I've been using send out cards for years, and from from my level, my personal level, uh, for you know, and then the sales training that I do, and also at dealerships, getting dealerships on board, whether it's them actually sending the cards or working with them for me to send the cards in mass, they just send me the the, the list of a uh, list of their cards. But anything I can find to uh, to automate that and make it simpler to to do, I, I want to know more about. So let me tell you one send out card story. It uh, was a customer that left the dealership, didn't purchase, but he was uh, Chinese. I just asked him what was the language he spoke and he said Mandarin. So um, I went on Google and got um, the translation of thank you in Mandarin and sent him a card. And about two years later, he came back in, asked for me, and uh, he showed me his file that he had of all the places he had been at the last item in his file was that card I sent him. Yeah. And that's how he remembered me. And it, it, it is, it is powerful stuff. It, it really is. And, and uh, people kind of get sick of me talking about it. Cause I, I think it is so powerful for, for that. I mean, uh, send out cards and birthday cards have, have driven my business for the last five years. And, and I, I, I sell to the general managers of car dealerships. That's, yeah. but, but everyone, everyone wants to be appreciated. Everyone, everyone likes to be, uh, everyone likes to feel special, and the person that makes them feel special, uh, you know, attention goes where attention is given. It's 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 uh, it's human. Are you sending your birthday cards out as campaigns? Um, I, I I sit down once a month and send out. I have a campaign that I send out for birthday cards. So I, what I'll do is uh, is I, ha- I have the campaign made, and then I go through once a month. But I'm I'm, I'm not trying to do five thousand people. Uh, but yeah, that's it, depending on how many you would do. You would you would get in there. Well, no, I, the five thousand in my CRM, and and like Michael said, a lot of those are orphan customers that you get. But right, you don't have that. So how, how many how many you think in your person in your personal CRM the people that you sold to that you're trying to keep in touch with. Well, I have many more because I've always kept all my contacts. So I've never gotten rid. So I don't know how many are local and how many. Right. Did, but yeah, I know. And there's a guy here in Tennessee. I actually, I got a buddy. He's a sales manager at a, at a Buick, uh, a Buick GMC store just down the road that I, I do some training at. He's got a, he's got a guy that he bought a car from when he was a kid in Virginia, 20 some odd years ago, he bought this car and he gets a, he gets a Christmas card and a birthday card from this guy every year. For the for the last twenty years, <laughs> what are your thoughts of calendars? Uh, I think I, I I'm 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 a fan I'm a fan of anything that is physical in the physical world because uh, that 
there's so much that's not, you know, that's on the email or on social media, uh, social media that is just ethereal, that just kind of just kind of smoke. But anything that they can put their hands on that's going to stick around, it, it it fires up different neurons in the brain. It's it's, yeah. not, it's something that's right there. So uh, I've, I've got a. Uh, my my real estate agent just sent me a football schedule today. I've got it's got uh, it's got the University of Tennessee uh, Vanderbilt and the Tennessee Titans football schedules on it. It's a magnet goes on. He sends it out every year in the fall to go on everybody's refrigerator. I love stuff like that. Yeah, I do too. And in fact, I'm looking for someone that can help me with that. Yeah, like, it's too late now though for the football schedule for football. But uh, but but uh, basketball basketball's coming up. They got basketball's big in Washington. Yeah. So you got that. All right. So 731. Um, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, you have anything else to add, Mike, before we go? No, I'm good. All right, man. Uh, let, I, I appreciate you popping in. Clinton, anything you want to add? You're, you're back in there, not driving right now, it looks like. No, Terry, I, I just appreciate the invite, man. I enjoyed all the information. This is uh, one of the things that um, that I have not, I have yet to master, really. So it, yeah. it, was, a, it was a good bunch of information. I appreciate it. All right, happy to do it, Karen Ann. Happy to see you. Uh, uh, wave. Uh, thanks. For, thanks for popping in. Feel free to comment. And everyone, uh, if you would like to continue the conversation, I'm at howtosellmorecars.com. I appreciate you stopping in and spending 30 minutes of your uh, of your evening with me. Now, uh, I'll go home and, and enjoy your families. Everybody, be well. Take care. See you next time. Bye, Jerry. Bye.